Andy wanted some candy and he was very handy. <laughs> oh my. Who are you? <laughs> JJ Beads is back. Cheers. What's up, JJ Beads? Cheers. I won't mess up the mic this time when we cheers. What'd you do last time? Last time, remember, I actually like, unplugged it or it came loose, remember? Oh, yes. So, yeah, if any of you were listening to our last <laughs> podcast from when we were in Moab, we had some audio issues. My mic was a little off. But I did a really good job of editing that shit together, so I don't know if anyone even noticed. They probably didn't. Um, they actually probably did. We you have, could definitely notice. Yeah. But. <laughs> we have, we're now trying out a new setup, thanks to our friends. We have a new mic. It looks like a golden pill. Or a silver pill. It's golden. Gold. It's not golden, it's silver. It wow. looks like, I feel like, the type of mic you would win at, like, an award show, like a music award show. Almost, like, that trophy. Yeah, it looks like a trophy. Like, yeah. if we had, if we won, like, a Grammy, Yeah. this should be what the Grammy trophy is now. Yes. It's like this A mic. podcast mic. A pod, yeah. That's very like, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> it should be a podcast mic. Maybe this podcast will win an award someday, like an Apple-y. Apple-y. Yes, I like that. Yes, okay. Well, welcome everyone. If you didn't know what this podcast is, the one that's going to win an Apple in the future, welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. I'm Amy, and this other voice that you hear is my good old friend, Caleb. Just good old friends. Just good old friends. Childhood friends, besties. Best buds. Best buds. Best buds. We've been to each other's birthday parties. We've, uh, Remember that time you broke your foot at a birthday party? You weren't there. Yeah, we're best buds. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can we keep this going? <laughs> <laughs> sure. We'll just be buds this episode. Okay. Good old but buds. But yes, thank you so much for joining us. I feel like we say this a lot, but we have had a crazy week. What a week. <laughs> what a week and actually, you know, a little over a week. What a week and a half. It's been yeah. since prom obviously since we recorded the last podcast pretty much. Which was in Moab. Which is in Moab. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then we had a few more days of staying in Moab. Yeah, which was just a few more days of pretty much what we've been talking about. We'd already done in Moab, you know. Yes. Yeah. And then what happened? Oh man, guys, it and has been what, such a week. What I mean, happened? I feel like we do say this a lot too that like, um, we're really tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm getting... I mean, I got a great night's sleep last night, so that helps. But, yeah. Good. Really? I'm glad you slept well. Did you? Yeah, I think so. Friends? I'm still drinking coffee. Bud? We're bud. recording... Bud. How'd you sleep, bud? Uh, yeah, we... But <laughs> we uh, <laughs> I slept good. You get set through You slept good? Yep. I slept very good. Good. Yours is just good. Mine was very good. It's still too early. I'm drinking some coffee oh, right now. We're yeah. recording this very first thing in the morning. Yeah, we literally woke up, started recording. And yeah, but drinking some warm bivvies. With my buddy. Yep. Okay. Keep going. So, uh, <laughs> I was very tired. So, we left Moab and this was the plan. We were leaving Moab because we were flying to Atlanta, Georgia to go to my cousin's wedding. And so, we knew... When we were doing that, we were like, hey, this would be a great time to get some work done on the band because he needed, Santiago needed a little tune-up. Yes. Um, our check engine light had been on for a while. We know we knew what the issue was. It wasn't anything just that affected drivability, nothing crazy. Um, check engine has, light has been on for like <laughs> six months. Yeah. 
But it like doesn't I said, matter we, until now when we needed to pass our emissions test and you automatically fail if, if you have a yeah. system check in, or check engine light on. And we take into our mechanic and Buena Vista, who we love, at Ron's Diesel Dog. Ron's Diesel Dog. Shout out. What yeah. up, Ron? Ron <laughs> oh. and Todd. <laughs> and they tried working on it and they came to the conclusion that the only way it can be fixed is through a dealership. There's some sort of system reboot that needed to be done to one of our sensors and they, and they did not have the computer capacity yes. to uh, talk to the Mercedes-Benz engine in <laughs> Santiago. Santiago, yes. you flousy. Yes. You so, engine. so we're like, okay, we have to go to a dealership to get this fixed, which we try to avoid the dealership if possible, but obviously there's going to be some things that only they can do because they built the damn thing, so, you know, they should be able to fix anything. Yep. So we were like, hey, let's time it out with this trip to Atlanta because another thing, obviously, anytime we take Santiago into any sort of mechanical spot, um, we don't really know when we're going to get him back. I mean, no, I so, mean, we've done it enough to know that when, even though I scheduled this appointment with the Mercedes Benz dealership, because <laughs> typically if you call the dealership and you need service right away, they're going to be like, well, it's going to be at least two weeks. Mm-hmm. To, before you can get it, bring it in. Before they can even bring it in. Mm-hmm. So we thought we were going to be smart since we knew mm-hmm. this was happening. And I called like two and a half weeks out and was like, hey, I want to bring it in this weekend. And they're like, yeah, we can get you in like 7.30 a.m. on a Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and he was even at the time, he was like, I told him what was wrong. He's like, okay, would you want to pick it up that evening friday evening i was like well actually we're gonna fly out of town is it cool if i leave it there on the weekend Mm -hmm. pick it up on monday and then we can when we fly in and drive out Mm -hmm. that was kind of the plan yes yes so that just felt i don't know that felt really good because this is also the first time we both have flown since being in the van yes i have flown since being in the van but we hadn't at the same time and so that's another... My first time flying over a year. So that's another thing we really have to, like... I mean, we're going to have to, like, think about and work through again. Is like, where do we leave the van when we're flying? It worked out this time because we just mm-hmm. left it at the dealership. Yeah. Um, so it was nice to have that. That was kind of like a win-win. It was like, oh, it's a place to leave the van that I feel, like, comfortable with. And we're getting work done on it. Making work on it, yes. Um. So, yeah, that was the plan. So... After we leave Moab, we drive into Denver, um, we drop the van off, drop the dogs off, fly out, go to Atlanta, have fun at the wedding for the weekend, but never hear anything about Santiago. Never hear anything, which, uh, yeah, we dropped the first thing off Friday, Friday morning. morning at 7.30 a.m. When I called him, he's like, yeah, can you bring it at opening on Friday? I'm mm-hmm. like, sure, that'll be great. They can go ahead and do just it. Boom, boom. They can just be sitting there. Mm-hmm. When we fly back early on Monday morning, we can just pick it up without a hitch, pick up the dogs, and get back into the van. Yes, well, obviously, that that's not what happened. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. That's not what happened. Yeah, we didn't hear anything about Santiago um, while we were gone, and which... Uh, I thought we would, and they definitely made it sound like they'd let us know, like, once they figured out what exactly they were going to do and costs and things like that. And they were definitely open Friday and Saturday, <laughs> though closed on They Sunday. were closed Sunday, but... So that was... I thought that was a little weird. Um, like, literally, when we woke up very, very early Monday morning to fly back to Denver... Oh, my God. So many early mornings <laughs> over the last week and a half, and so many late nights. When we woke up really early to fly back, um, I had this feeling. I was like, I haven't heard from them. And I was like, 
I just feel like I'm going to call them when we land and like, they're not going to have even touched it. <laughs> like they're going to be like, yeah, we're still working on it. We'll, we'll let you know once we have an idea. <laughs> I think you were more right the first time. They hadn't even touched it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's what I think they would, they're not going to say we haven't even touched oh, it. Yes. I think that's what they would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, we can, to add, just to like get back on the tiredness, we can Atlanta was awesome, super fun, not a lot of sleep, especially um, the last night we were there. Well, we went to Atlanta um, for a few nights and then went up to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we were in Atlanta for a First couple. First time back in Nashville in over a year, too. You raised your hand. No I one could saw it. You raised no, your hand. Uh, yeah, right here. <laughs> My first time. Me, Caleb, I, I and I, back I and in I. Nashville. Yeah, we were just back in Nashville for like... We drove. Eight hours. <laughs> yeah, we rode back with my sister and my brother, um, aka her husband. So my brother-in-law. But once again, I just like to call him my brother. But he's not really our brother. My sister, not marry our brother. Bam. Clearly, um, <laughs> <laughs> this is not a Game of Thrones situation here. We you rode back to Nashville Atlanta, with them, and so I mean, yeah, we got back to Nashville like late afternoon, and then we were flying out the next morning at six a.m. And stayed up until. But yeah, we hung out at their house that night. Um, and yeah, we were just having a lot of fun and yeah, fell asleep around two and then had to wake up around four. So we got two hours of sleep. (sighs) Yep. That was the start. And well, that was after like a wedding night, which of course, you know, wedding nights are fun and you're dancing and like, you get a lot of sleep. Yeah. That's sleep. Yeah. So anyways, we got back into Denver van, not ready. And so van, not ready. Van, van, not ready. (laughs) So the next, the, body. <laughs> next, the next like three days, I guess, proceed to be us just not knowing when our van was going to be ready. Um, anytime I would call the dealership, you know, they would say, okay, we're working on it. We think it should be done by tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. I feel like it was always like Monday. They're like, well, so when we dropped it off on Friday mm-hmm. even, and we knew that we thought it would be ready by Monday, uh, there are service advisor was Mm -hmm. like uh after we were telling them what was wrong he's like maybe best case scenario i can get it back to you monday afternoon Mm -hmm. and i was like that better be every case scenario (laughs) because there's plenty of time to do what we need to be done on it and like we made this appointment so far out and i was like and at the worst okay monday afternoon works perfectly i was like that would still line up perfectly it would be yeah and then uh we called them on monday and they're like, well, maybe Tuesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then we called him on Tuesday, and they're like, well, we're hoping uh, he wants to, or we called him Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. Was that it? And he was like, because we didn't get it back Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we called him Wednesday morning, and they're like, yeah, he uh, he's expecting to finish it up this afternoon. And then we're like, we've heard this that, for the last yeah. three days. With that being the third time you've heard it, you're like, <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if I trust this. So, so they're yeah. working on their own schedule right now, and we are just not in their We're radar. at the mercy of it. Yeah. So, That's yeah, we had, like, three days where it was like, yeah, we might get it back today, but I feel like we're not going to. So, it was just, it was hard because it was like, we just, ne- we would wake up and we never knew, okay, do we need to book a hotel or an Airbnb tonight? Or are mm-hmm. we going to get our van back this afternoon? Because yeah. I didn't want to book one and then we get it back because then we don't need it. Well, like, we don't want to also, like, our plan was to get the van back and then get right back out to probably Moab. Yeah. Um, essentially, because, like, Denver and the mountains are still too cold right now. Mm-hmm. And we definitely didn't want to be living in the city. So, yeah. like, our plan wasn't to stay around in Denver no. any more than we wanted to be out on Monday, at mm-hmm. the least Tuesday. We thought we could get it Monday and then do or take, you know, pass our emissions test and do that stuff on Tuesday and mm-hmm. then head out. And it wasn't working like that. Yeah. 
And yeah, just, I think Caleb, you said it really well one of these days when we've been like talking about it you said just like everything was, um, like out of your control. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't, you weren't in control of your living situation. You weren't in control of your driving situation. You weren't in control of your food situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, all the, yeah, that's pretty much that's it, but that's yeah. a lot of things. If those are like not in your, if none of those are in your control, it's none it's of those just are in control, and you don't have, you didn't have a, a like a long term plan for them. And yeah, long term plan means like the day, the next day, or yeah. tomorrow. Like we we were only like, okay, we think we'll get the van this afternoon, and then head out today, or we'll think we'll get the van tomorrow, and it, and it but we were on. even like we were setting limits. We were like, okay, if we haven't heard back from them by four p.m., then we're gonna book something yeah. for the night, and. Yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was weird. And I mean, because we've dealt with this before, um, but we've like had a place to stay while mm-hmm. we needed it. And this time around, that, I think that was our thing for me. I'd wake up and be like, I don't know if I need to prepare a spot for us to stay tonight or not. Mm-hmm. You know? Because mm-hmm. like I could, we could, I could wake up and book something for us. But then we also could get a call that in an uh, hour we're get the, we, we can get the van back and we don't want to be spending money yeah. on like we would have just slept in the van in the city, which we if ended we up having to, to do if, mm-hmm. if we needed to instead of having to like book a new hotel or something every mm-hmm. night. The other little twist, and this is also kind of a preview slash spoiler alert, but typically <laughs> when we're in Denver, if you've been listening to this podcast, we stay with our friends Peyton and Sarah Beth. Mm-hmm. But they are in the process of moving out of their house, mm-hmm. their longtime house in Denver, and dot dot dot. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> but we have them on an up- upcoming episode of the podcast. You'll find out more about the dots. Later. The dots. The dots. <laughs> yeah. But so that's why this situation we were just kind of on our end. Yeah. Yeah, time. it was a little different. Yeah. So that added to a lot of the tiredness. I think just waking up and never knowing. Never knowing what the day was going, what the day or the night was going to look like, and like we do that a lot, obviously living in the van. But this was different because, like you were saying, those things were not in our control, and yes. like we do that a lot in the van. But we have all those things in our control. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. So it was just an interesting few days, like being in Denver, not knowing when we were getting our house and car back, not having a house and a car. Um, we also still just had all of our stuff that we'd like taken on our trip so we had it wasn't a whole lot it wasn't a lot we had two backpacks worth yeah. of clothes between us yeah. which was pretty much two outfits for me <laughs> i could either look um extremely Fancy. like i was living on the street mm-hmm. but warm and comfortable albeit or i could look like i could go to a black tie preferred wedding which <laughs> i did those are my two options here while we're walking around the street and we also had all of our dog stuff yeah like jet's bed and their food bowls and, and their food bag bag and all in a cardboard box yes. and we're just walking around denver um for a few days just trying to figure out honestly kind of just like waiting killing waiting time. like one day we literally just woke up and Walked and got some breakfast because uh-huh. we had no food. Mm-hmm. And then we went to a park and just, like, sat on the bench. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and then we were like, no, we didn't walk to breakfast before that. Oh, well, what else? Yeah. However the day planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it pretty much was like, okay, where can we just hang out and wait? And luckily, that day Denver had good weather, so it was nice and yeah. stuff. But, yeah. Well, we went to a park breakfast park. Yeah. So it works out either yes. way. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. we had a few people ask us if our dogs needed food. 
and favorite thing about Denver is how they love <laughs> the dogs. Everyone's taking care of the dogs yes. on the street, which is it's a great idea. I never yeah. really processed that. But but yeah, and then so yeah, someone just asked me recently, we hadn't seen them in a while, what one of the hardest parts of van life was and I was like, This past week <laughs> you know, you're mentioning what I said about it. It was like, yeah, in in over a week time, even though part of it was planned out, we knew we were going to Atlanta, mm-hmm. but it had been over a week since we had control of our like when our car gets work done, we don't have our house either. Mm-hmm. And since we had traveled to Atlanta, we'd only packed like little, like I had half the clothes I had packed, I hadn't worn in the van. Yeah. <laughs> they had only been in storage for this situation. Yeah. Where to a wedding. Yeah. So it wasn't really efficient clothes either. So uh-huh. for like six nights, we didn't, we didn't have control of our living situation. We didn't have control of our transportation situation. Like we didn't have a car. We didn't have uh, any kind of food outside of like we needed to buy food. buy fooding yeah um, buy fooding buy fooding we need to buy fooding we have, and we had our dogs with us which was a great feeling but even I, just like not having your life not having the van in your hands and not knowing when it was going to be done just like that mental stress I think <laughs> just... the not knowing when it was going to be done was the hard part because when we first landed and called them on Monday and they were like before they even said Tuesday afternoon, they were just like, yeah, we're still trying to figure it out. You and I, we booked a hotel for three nights. Because yeah. we were like, okay, this is going to be a minute. And I at least wanted, I wanted control of something. Yes. And having a hotel for three uh-huh. nights would do that. And so we booked a hotel for three nights. And then like an hour or two later, the dealership calls and like, hey, I think like it's going to be done by Tuesday, tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, like we didn't want to book, we didn't want to spend money on booking a hotel no. for three nights. But you're right. And then they called us after mm-hmm. we booked it. And they're like, oh, actually, here's what's wrong with it. We can, like, tell us what you want fixed, and we'll probably get it done tomorrow afternoon. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. Don't waste money on the hotels then. Cancel the reservation. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and probably, in hindsight, should not have done that. That would have been nice. <laughs> I would have loved those three It would have been nice because it wasn't done that next afternoon. Or the next afternoon. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was the hardest part, I think. Because we could have taken control if we needed to. You know, like, if they had been able to be like... It's definitely not going to be done until Thursday. Yes. Then I would be have like, liked that much more. Than yes. Me. Even though that would have sucked because that would have been like way longer than we were expecting. I at least would have some sort of direction of like, okay, I know we're going to be here till Thursday and we need a place to stay. So this is where we're going to stay. Yeah. But instead, it was kind of like being strung along just like almost like every six hours or so it was like i don't know if we're getting it back it was like we're getting it back six hour increments where it's like okay well we can kind of plan out the next six hours but mm-hmm. we don't know we can either get the band back this afternoon and be out in the mountains or or not get it back for another three days i don't know yeah yeah and yeah just talk that when and you know this is how van life started for us literally mm-hmm. same situation other than we had kind of a stable place uh-huh. to stay every uh-huh. night but we yeah. were that was the last time we had to deal with the dealership was and it wasn't really their fault yeah it was yeah not going into that but they just had it and we didn't know when we were gonna get back so it's just kind of like indefinite you're just kind of living literally half a day by half a day yeah and you don't know when it's going to change and you're just like completely out of our element like mm-hmm. living in the city just trying to find like over the course week the last week too we stayed in so many different spots we stayed in hotels mm-hmm. airbnbs friend's house family's house we stayed in the van on the street uh-huh. in denver uh-huh yeah crazy yeah it's it was t- all that was very very tiring um so how would you okay i do want to ask this how would you like don't ask it no can't ask it i'm, I'm asking <laughs> how would you do that situation differently like, is there anything you think we could do in the future to where, like, that doesn't have to happen again? 
I know some of it's out of our control, yeah, obviously. I but. mean, and I know, yeah, at some point, I don't think there's ever a perfect control aspect for it. Um, but, like, you can never perfectly control mm-hmm. everything. I just thought going into this time, we had done what I would have thought would have taken care of the situation. Like, what, making an appointment yes. in advance? Like, we've dealt with enough mechanics and even dealerships over the mm-hmm. past, like, year with the van to know that, okay you got to make it in advance. Like, no one mm-hmm. can just take you in. you got to, mm-hmm. like, a lot for time to, like, figure out what's wrong with it. Even if you know what's wrong with it and they're the codes the that thing. they're pinging for, they're going to be like, well, we need to test it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's going to take them some time. That's fine. But mm-hmm. I thought this time around, like, with people like Mercedes-Benz and, like, making an appointment way in advance, mm-hmm. knowing exactly what was wrong and exactly our time frame for them getting it done. Like, we told them we were going getting, out yes, of town and, and yeah. Like, yeah, and even when he suggested, like, oh, we could pick it up Friday, I'm like, okay, perfect. So they know they can fix it, like, that day. Yeah. And then I was like, well, no, just keep it till Monday. Mm-hmm. I, so that was kind of my change around this time. <laughs> and I was like, you know, plan. We were, like, very uh, intentional about trying to plan this ahead and make sure yeah. it worked out. And, like, you know, our dogs had to stay with somebody they never stayed with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, we all those parts were kind of out of our control, but I feel like we controlled it as best as we could. <laughs> like, even when we were in Atlanta being like, it feels so weird that we don't have our dogs with us. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have our whole life with us. Mm-hmm. And we don't really know when it's getting it back. Our dogs are with someone they've never been before. Our van is with a dealership. It still felt good because we had done our part in, like, <laughs> making sure everything should line up. And it still didn't. Yeah. So going into the future i don't know <laughs> i don't know what to do this time around um i think do you i'm, yeah. I'm at a blank this time i thought I, th- I thought i had taken care of that no and, uh, i think i would want to like next time we have to take it in to a dealership like that or like basically to a mechanic that isn't ron <laughs> i <laughs> I would like to, like, have some sort of backup place to stay, like, just night by night, yeah. if we could. Oh, yeah. You know? We did mention that next So, time. like, whether that means we take it, like, maybe whether that means we take it somewhere in Nashville and we stay with family or something, or, I don't know, or, like, other friends. Depends on the family. Will the family have us? <laughs> okay. We, <laughs> I guess we should ask that. Um, but, you know, yeah, having somewhere just like that I is going to not probably not going to be it is going to be us just being like yeah we'll stay there but I don't know how long like we could be there a week we could be there two nights I'm sorry I don't know and just kind of saying that up front with whoever it is and making sure they're cool with it making sure we're comfortable with with it too because you know I don't want to feel like a nuisance to anyone but it was hard being like hey we need a spot to stay and we don't know when it'll end. Yeah. Or it could end tonight. Or yeah. it could end in three days. It's weird. That's really all I know to say and do next time around. Yeah. I don't you know? know. Sorry, you're on your own. If you're about if you're doing the van life and you have a better way to figure that out. <laughs> tell us. Tell us. Because um, also you don't, because yeah, that's the, that's the unknown thing. Because like, yes, I, I would be fine with getting an Airbnb or getting a hotel for a few nights yeah. if that's what we needed to do but if they can't tell us how long it's going to be i don't want to get one for five nights and we only need it for two yeah and spend that kind of money on yeah on unnecessary living situations mm-hmm. yeah. okay yeah. so all that happened we got the van back on thursday and we got the van back i guess on wednesday but it was like mm-hmm. late in the afternoon 
and we still needed to get our emissions test. We were literally like 25 minutes out from booking another hotel. Yes. That was the day where like, okay, if we had, we were sitting in the park and it's like, if we hadn't heard from the dealership at 4 p.m., which was probably like the earliest check-in time, I'm like, let's just go ahead and book one because yeah. I want to go chill. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Literally called us at like 4.30 or 3.35. Yeah. And we're like, all mm-hmm. right, well, let's head up to Westminster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got it back, but we still needed, yeah, to get our mission test, to get our tags renewed, like all those things. So we were like, okay, we're going to have to stay here tonight. So we stayed in Denver Wednesday night. Just and then parked on the street. Yeah. First time we Which had is done not, that. not ideal either. But no. at that point, we were just happy to have our house Yes. Back. Oh, my God. It felt so good having, like, even just being in the van everything was just like thrown around yeah. because we were had a lot of recycling left over that we couldn't get rid of yeah and uh and just like in kind of in travel mode it still just felt in like parked on the street so like we couldn't even really go outside mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um it just felt good to have everyone the, the whole crew back together mm-hmm. all of our buddies mm-hmm. all of our buddies all of our buddies van buds <laughs> oh van, fam, van fam all back together on the street in denver and yeah um, you woke up the next morning at 8.30 a.m. to the guy beside you getting towed. And I'm like, what the we hell are is in, going on? We are in Denver. We are in Denver. We're, we're like in a city. Yeah, in a city. At least it wasn't us getting towed yeah. while we're sleeping. But uh, <laughs> that that did happen. No, we woke up, yeah, got the stuff done that we needed to get done, and then we were just like, let's go. Let's so go. we headed back to Twin Lakes because the weekend was going to be gorgeous. So It worked out so well. It did. Like, honestly, like, it's still really too cold around Twin Lakes. Well, it's snowing today or yesterday. Unbelievable. See, it's that stuff. Honestly, in both of our trips, when we drove from Moab to Denver to fly Mm -hmm. out to Atlanta, we drove through a snowstorm. Mm -hmm. And then uh, yesterday, driving from Denver, well, that's after Twin Lakes, but Mm -hmm. we'll get there. Well, we drove to Twin Lakes once we got the (laughs) van. Yes. And that was really exciting, too, because we had just gotten a paddleboard, an inflatable paddleboard. And so the weather was great. The lakes were... Roxanne. Were unfrozen. Her name is Roxanne. (laughs) Her name is Roxanne. Her name was Roxanne. Her name is Roxanne. <laughs> so we took Roxanne out for the first time for her inaugural float on the Twin Lakes. And it felt very Floaty. synchronistic and beautiful that we got to do it for the first time there. I would not have thought that that would be the first place we'd get to take her out just because of weather. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I thought it would be a long time before Twin Lakes would be even an option. So that was really, really cool and really, really fun. Um so we were in Twin Lakes for a day. We were there a Friday. Like a day and a half. Yeah. Day and a night. Yeah, day and a night. <laughs> and even that, honestly, to, to take it back to the question of, like, the week we just had. Yeah. Our little weekend in Twin Lakes that was, like, a complete contrast. It was, like, the, you know, a lot of people I've heard you say, I've asked you, well, you know, what has van life, like, been like this whole year? And you're, like, it's opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the highs are super high. The lows mm-hmm. are super low. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this week was a perfect example. <laughs> yeah. Like, we went from, when someone asked me, like, what's the hardest part of van life? I was, like, we had just come off that Twin Lakes weekend. So mm-hmm. that was fresh on my mind. Uh-huh. That was, so it was hard to even, like, think back to, like, oh, no, we just spent, like, six days kind of just wandering the streets, not having a spot to stay, not having the van, not knowing when we're going to get it. And that so stressful and hard and like financially straining mm-hmm. and all those things. And then we get it and drive to Twin Lakes and all of a sudden we're there. It's like 70 degrees and sunny. There's no one else around. Yeah. You were like on the lake by yourself yeah. floating on a new paddleboard. I went on a hike on the Colorado Trail. Mm-hmm. There was no one in the parking lot. Like, I was the only one on the trail. It was so beautiful at sunset. And I was like, that that's it. That's the contrast of van life. Yep. It's either or. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Either you're figuring it out, wandering the city uh, with no place to stay and carrying your stuff around in boxes, (sighs) or you're out on the most pretty lake with with the snow-capped Mount Elbert behind, and you're the only one there. Sometimes it's that way, and I think, I mean, to go back to talking about how just exhausted and tired we were, I think that plays into it, Mm -hmm. you know, like... Oh, just trying to come through. Trying those waves. to constantly <laughs> go like you're getting sloshed back and forth yes. sometimes. Yes. Um, I think that's a part of it. I think that's why this past week and then a lot of times where we've said like we're really tired. I feel like that plays into it a lot. Those high highs and those low lows so mm-hmm. fast, just like bam, bam, bam. But even I remember the first night we drove out to Twin Lakes after we had done our gotten our missions. We used to have the DMV for an hour and a half yeah. and. All that stuff. Finally made it out to Twin Lakes, and like we did some yoga together, mm-hmm. and then we're just like watching the uh, the sunset behind the mountain, and starting to listen to Music City Mayhem. Uh-huh. A shout out to Nordista Freeze. Woo-hoo! If you guys are in Nashville and want to listen to an artist, Nordista Freeze. He just oh, you won. don't have to be in Nashville to listen to it. No, though. yeah, you're right. <laughs> he just won Nashville Lightning 100's Nashville Battle of the Bands. Music City Mayhem. Music City Mayhem is what it's called. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it's essentially their Battle of the Bands. Yeah. And so, yeah, check it out, Nordista Freeze. Mm-hmm. That was so cool. So we watched that and watched the sunset. I remember, like, even being in Twin Lakes for three hours, you're like, you know what? I'm already feeling rejuvenated. And <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what? And you're because like, we were debating actually on going back to Denver mm-hmm. the weekend to hang out with some friends who were in town mm-hmm. for their birthday. And you were like, after three hours, you're like, you know, what? I feel like rested and rejuvenated. <laughs> and you're like, I think I could go back to Denver uh, on Sunday. And I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to still take it day by day. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what just happened this past week, but we've been everywhere. We've been staying up super late. I was ready to go. <laughs> but that's how that's how it felt, even just a few hours in that atmosphere. And, like, when I went on that hike, I came back, and I was like, I felt like we slipped into heaven right here. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on. Like, the one people I passed on the trail were a little family having a fire on the beach at sunset, the only ones out there on the shores of Twin Lakes. And I was like, I'm, this is, this is Sovngarde. Sovngarde. Skyrim reference. I know. I knew that at <laughs> I, least. I know. You don't seem impressed least. by that. I know. <laughs> I know that reference. Yeah. So it was a very just like total flip, like super low and stressed and like just not just feeling lifeless and tired yeah. and death. Death? And then <laughs> death, domination, destruction. From that to heaven. <laughs> yeah. In a span of 24 hours. From death to life. Yeah. It, yeah. Mm, okay. I, I see you. I don't know. It's it's crazy. And so I, th- I do think, yeah, I think constantly kind of going back and forth between those two things add to just the already obvious tiredness of, you know, not having slept a lot while we traveled. And mm-hmm. then yeah, once also, we got the into The tiredness Denver, of like also not being able to rest yeah. <laughs> or not sleeping. Yeah. So, yeah, we spent, like, a day and a half in Twin Lakes, and so this is (laughs) where it kind of gets crazy again. It was one of our best friends, I almost said wedding, birthday this last weekend in Denver, Uh and then, so we were, like, definitely thinking about that, like, what if we went back to Denver and Mm -hmm. celebrated with her, and then also, yeah, we had some friends flying, flying in for her birthday that we hadn't seen in a long time. So we were like debating, should we go back to Denver? (laughs) And we did. (laughs) Well, you know, even to take it back at the beginning of the week when we thought we would get the van on Monday and be able to like get Mm -hmm. out and back to our normal life for five days, we were kind of like, yeah, for sure. We can like get out Mm -hmm. into the mountains or even to Moab Mm -hmm. for a week and then come back into Mm -hmm. Denver 
when we didn't end up leaving till Friday. We didn't end up leaving till Thursday. Thursday. And her birthday celebration was Saturday. So when we, on Thursday, we were like, okay, we could try to stretch this out, living in the city, yeah. in the van till Saturday. And we were not about that. But that sounded <laughs> so tiring. Yeah. So then we were like, okay, or we could go out into the mountains like a day and a half and then come right back into Denver, which yeah. sounded tiring too, but it sounded... Well, within three hours of Twin Lakes, you were ready to yeah, go. Yeah, <laughs> but that just sounded more restful, I think, than trying to stretch it out in Denver. Yes. And it worked out... Per- I mean, if the weather was not how it was in Twin Lakes, we probably would have had forced, been forced to go out to Moab, yeah. which would have been like, that's like at least that's a six-hour trip for us. And that probably went too, yeah, would have been too far to come back in for like yeah. an evening yeah. in Denver. But so it all seemed like it worked out how it was somehow. supposed to be somehow. <laughs> I guess. So yeah, we went back in, we ended up after being gone for like a day and a half, went back into Denver on Saturday um, for Sarah's birthday and so glad we did. It was just an awesome, uh-huh. it was very fun. Woke up on Sunday and came right back out to Colorado, Utah state line, essentially. and Rabbit Valley. Now we're back in van life. We're back in van life, sitting in our bed, drinking coffee, and recording a podcast about yeah. what just happened. Yeah. Wow. So do you feel rejuvenated? Are you ready to go? Uh, no, I'm still a little tired. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, and this is, the, maybe this is just, I'm always going to be tired at this point on. I keep on looking ahead and being like, oh, I'll have a few weeks to, yeah, to get back to being non-tired. Uh-huh. And I don't know if I, and I feel like I do at times, but then in five days, it can completely wreck that. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, it's like stop and go, stop and go. Yes. Like I remember, so I remember talking about how tired we were after my birthday weekend and like after my family coming to visit mm-hmm. and like oh, in yeah. Vegas, like. We were so exhausted. And we were like, let's just go to Moab and like just, we don't have anywhere to be for, for like week two and weeks. Yeah. And so we did that and like I felt nice and rested. And then after that was when we flew for the wedding and after like that, this all this happened, weekend. And this now podcast. we're like, oh. So, <laughs> and it's kind of the same thing. Like we don't have anywhere we have to be for about two yeah. more weeks and we're going to hang out in Moab. So, that's how I it mean, feels. Very, it feels super stop and go. It's like either totally stopped, where it's like I have nowhere to be for two weeks. I can stay in this one spot mm-hmm. for two weeks, or it's so go, like to the point of last week, where it's like so go. We didn't even have our house or car on us. Yeah, we didn't have our life with us. Yeah, we did not have our shit together. So once again, <laughs> our, there's those like two opposite ends of the spectrum, kind of like constantly being thrown back and forth between those. Yeah, it's crazy. That's been. You know, now almost having been in the van a year, like, you know, if if COVID had not been a thing, mm-hmm. our first year of van life would have been insane. Oh my I gosh. Think. It would have been crazy. We were having to travel. We would have had to travel so many different spots. Yes. And I think it all worked out to where now, like, going into this second year, it's mm-hmm. even like, we kind of know how we need to pace ourselves in terms of travel, in terms of, like, like nothing wrong. Like, I love the busy weeks. Like, even looking, even this week was crazy, but it was, like, one of the, like, I, we never really had a stressed out moment. Like, we were just no. kind of dealing I mean, with it. You and I having a stressed out moment is, like, or I feel like for, I feel like for us, it's not us, like, something snapping and we just start yelling and, like, <laughs> that's not our style. For us, it, or for me at least, I know it's just a very quiet, like I just don't ever feel settled internally. And I feel like it like wreaks havoc on my body. Like it, my body's just yeah. constantly kind of, like when you're really on anxious, it's constantly yeah. kind of vibrating. And like, <laughs> so I don't now feel. now you know where Jet comes from. Yeah. I don't feel like 
it's ever settled. And so that yeah. gets very exhausting then too. Get, yeah, that's I think that adds to the the tiredness is mm-hmm. when you just live day on day in and day out of like uh, I don't have anywhere to to stabilize myself. Yeah. Literally like physically and home or like even where is my next meal coming from? <laughs> Who knows? It never felt okay. I mean, yeah, it never felt bad. Like, we could always go get food. Oh, well, that's it. But yeah. every time, like, we didn't have any food on us. Yeah. Ever. We'd always have to be like, all right, well, we have to go get dinner somewhere. Well, Which the, we did. No. And we with, ate great. We did. That, but also. of the last week. But then. Vegan <laughs> but then with that, too, if we're like, okay, we need to go get food. We didn't have our car on us. So it was like, is there anywhere within walking distance? Yes. Or are we going to have to have it delivered to us? Or, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, we were. Or are we gonna Uber somewhere to go eat? But then we have the dog, so we need to get like a pet friendly Uber. Which we did. We, we did Ubered with Uber with the dogs for the first time. <laughs> it was great. A, they have a pet Uber. It was very very friendly experience. But yeah, a stressed out moment for us doesn't look like. I don't know. It's not loud and aggressive and like. You throw fists sometimes. Throwing bows. Throwing bows. Yeah, bows. That's what you do. I'm I, forearm shiver guy. Your bows. <laughs> what? Isn't that what you did in the... Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was a stressful week, but it was... I think stress for you and I is just, like, it's under... It's right under the surface, and it's just a quiet stress. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a verbal. Yeah. But I think we both know, and we both can feel it. And then, yeah, you just get tired, because then you don't ever, like... I feel like you don't really fully sleep. You don't fully... I don't know. That I think that's been the main thing that we're even on this side of it. Yeah, it's just, just I need time to catch up on just physical tiredness and sleep and but even looking back on the last week and a half, like there were so many I mean we so saw many a lot fun of, moments. So many fun moments. Like all the honestly at this point, now being honest, the memories were great. Eventually terrible memories turn into great ones. So says Kevin Parker. Uh, <laughs> um but there weren't even terrible memories like even dealing like we were we were just that's kind of part of van life you just deal with what's the hand you're dealt mm-hmm. and you figure out that hand and then you move on yeah and it was a very like day-by-day experience but there were so many like we saw so many family and friends we mm-hmm. hadn't seen here we had so many great hangouts we had so much mm-hmm. great vegan food mm-hmm. um just like the, the west week and a half where like it was incredible yeah. <laughs> it was, no, I it agree. Was like, a hell, like a hell week, but an incredible week. <laughs> Which Weird. is... Oh, that's like... Are we holding paradoxes It's just exhausting. <laughs> I know. I was sitting there like... It's exhausting. That's exhausting. That is the one thing I can say that... I, yeah. It's just... It definitely... Like, though it was... There was great memories and hard memories and whatever. I'm definitely taxed. I'm definitely tired as... <laughs> tired <laughs> off. Oh, wow. Okay. So, time to take... So, we're caught up now caught up now are we caught up i think we are okay and i think it's time to take this podcast off a little tree branch of this main (laughs) road we've been talking on so you mentioned it we went back to nashville we were in nashville for a few hours last week and and it was your first time back to nashville over a year over a year over for those who listen who don't know us maybe it was almost two years because it was june of 2019 was the last time you were there yeah, it was closer to two years than it was. So it was like a year and a half, we'll wow, say. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. But uh, we were both born and raised in Nashville. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I lived there for the first like 28 years of my life mm-hmm. until I moved. we moved out to Colorado. Yes, so we both were born and raised there, never lived anywhere else. Um, and yeah, until we moved to Denver when we were in our late 20s. So I've got a lot of history in Nashville. <laughs> Can you please open your water bottle away from the mic? I'm just kidding. 
It's squeaky. It gives a little. You know you keep it squeaky. Oh, I just finished my coffee. <laughs> Uh, yeah, born and raised in Nashville. Spent a lot of time there. Spent a lot of time there. Like, went through, I mean, lots of phases of our life there. All of our childhood, middle school, high school, college, post-college. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty much every phase of life. Early like. early married life. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Jet was, we got Jet there. And we got Counter there. Five. That was the big girl. <laughs> Oof. Yes. So we thought it would be fun. And then, so yeah, we were just there for a few hours. And then, I don't know, watching Freeze on Music City Mayhem, like, just got me in the Nashville spirit as well. Because yes. I think it got both of us in the Nashville spirit. Yeah. We just, that was the radio station we listened all the time. It was Lightning 100. And I just, it made me, we really enjoyed the music scene in Nashville. And I feel like it's definitely something I miss the most. Mm-hmm. Um, being away from Nashville is the music scene and just being able to like and COVID also hurt that oh hurt the music scene yes, that's true. yes scene. yes that's so true. it wasn't just being away from Nashville yes that started it but we're still going to shows in Denver but. I know but like I just missed like I mean we had a lot of friends who were who were musicians and they would just yeah, be like, like Nordista he just won music but Stadium. also do but they would just be like playing somewhere on a random yeah. you know they'd be like hey I'm playing here on Wednesday night and it's like okay let's go watch I don't know. I just miss doing that for fun. I miss that too. Like, like the shows small, that unplanned. Yes. Like the shows that we go. Obviously, yes. Denver, pre-COVID, does get and was getting a great variety of music coming through. Mm-hmm. But they were all big shows. Yeah. I miss yeah the unplanned spontaneity of like oh yeah they're playing here let's go or even just someone being like, hey my friend is playing here someone maybe we yes. don't know but you know the small the small venue scene is yeah. what we never really broke into in denver Mm-mm. i'm sure it's and there but I, I mean i was trying to figure it out <laughs> i couldn't that's, but that that's kind of the thing in nashville like all, all those small venues were like oh there were friends who we had uh-huh. grown up with who were now trying to become musicians there was our bartender who was like mm-hmm. a former musician mm-hmm. who moved to nashville to become a yeah. musician that we became friends with and went to his shows yeah so it'd be stuff like that um or a friend of a friend's band yeah, yeah like you said like mm-hmm. my friend's band is playing the mm-hmm. night and we're like yeah sure let's go that's awesome live music yeah. so music city mayhem definitely brought us back yeah it just got us back in the nashville vibe nashville spirit and, and we like started just reminiscing nashville yeah we did <laughs> so we decided that we're gonna do a little nashville podcast section here we're gonna reminisce nashville we're gonna reminisce nashville pad- so we each have taken some notes We've got some things we want to talk about, like our favorite things in Nashville that'll help us reminisce. And then we're going to have our little in one word game yes. where we each have prepared something about Nashville to say to the other person. They have to describe it in one word, like yeah. the first word that comes to mind. Literally, we literally just the other night when like started just like spouting out like, oh man, I remember this about Nashville mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. making inside jokes and blah 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 I was like we should just like hold up I was like we should just like store all this and like think about it and like talk about it in a podcast setting because that would be fun so uh, for all you Nashville listeners out there maybe this will connect maybe not we have not been Nashville's changed a lot that's true we We haven't lived there for three and a half years so I'm sure there are places and things that have popped up that if we were there now we'd be into that we don't know about but hey let us know if you have some of those things because I mean We'll go back to Nashville. Oh, we should. So actually, when people ask me when I say I'm from Nashville, they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that's so cool." And I'll be like, "Well, I was born and raised there. In the first like twenty something years of my life, Nashville sucked. <laughs> sucked. <laughs> like we barely got even a professional football team and 
till 2000. And then when did right when did the Preds come? So yeah, I guess yeah, you're right. No, I'm telling you, there was no kind of like vibe. To, the pulse of the city was pretty much like dead. I I guess you're right, but I I guess when I hear you say, because I've heard you say that before, like you uh-huh. feel like it sucked. <laughs> yeah. I when you if you want to talk generally like that, like how we didn't have a sports team, like yeah, we didn't have any major league sports no teams. Major league sports teams, but no they, kind of food the Titans scene. came. Well, yeah. But I also wouldn't have been into the food scene at the time. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It's kind of a, it's, it's both sides of yeah. my, it was like definitely. Even if there was a food scene, you would have known. My personal experience, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also like at this point knowing Nashville, I'm like, oh wait, there was no fo- food scene. No food. No food scene. <laughs> no say that. Don't, don't say that. No, there was O'Charlie's and Shoney's O'Charlie's. and. O'Charlie's. Shit like that. No. <laughs> we, we went on our first date to O'Charlie's. Oh, I took every girl on my first date to O'Charlie's. Super Sorry. Nashville of okay, me. Okay, wow. But. <laughs> But yes, so you say Nashville sucked growing up. It found its pulse. I think you're right. I do think. Sort of. I think, well, I think its thing was country music, obviously. I think there's no denying that. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know what happened in the 90s, like when you and I were growing up, but like somehow we started to get more of a music scene than just country. And now, like we've talked about, obviously, one of our favorite things about Nashville is the music. Now it's just like, that's what makes it so cool is it's just, I feel like all kinds of music. That's why I think the, when I was, what really made me like connect to my Nashville heart when mm-hmm. watching Music City Mayhem mm-hmm. was, um, there was four bands that like streamed the live show and like every single one <laughs> of the four bands was completely different. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like you would think, oh, a Nashville, like battle of the bands for their local radio station would kind of all channel into the same realm of music mm-hmm. which is what most people think about nashville but no the first band was like hard rock and roll mm-hmm. uh then there was like uh someone doing kind of more country singer songwriter that's yeah. like, at the end of the day you're like oh that person was a singer songwriter yeah. they're yeah. all singer songwriter um and then they were it was like all different types of music and mm-hmm. that is what nashville has become it's like a melting pot of extremely good musicians and all different kinds of music you yeah. can like find it and that's what i feel like that was really what our experience of nashville's music scene was it's mm-hmm. like we went to all different types of shows there from big to small to popular artists to not popular artists playing all across the and realm. one of my favorite things too to popular artists playing at like tiny ass venues yes. just because they can just yes. for fun oh yeah that was cool too yeah so, let's start talking about some of our favorite things in Nashville. So, I mean, obviously to go off of what we've been talking about, what's your favorite music venue? Favorite music venue? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really liked the Ryman, and then, once again, it got remodeled, too. And uh, lost a little bit of its appeal. No, it's, it's still good. I, a lot of people have heard of the Ryman Auditorium, mm-hmm. but I did prefer it back in the days before they like added on a whole new lobby and like mm-hmm. renovated the lobby. I think the main stage in auditorium is still pretty much yeah. the same. But also then um the the they used to kinda of only book certain types of shows too. And now I think they've really widened their span into kind of just an overall just a concert venue. So do you like, like that a, or like no? Like an insert concert venue. Oh, it's Ryman Auditorium. Yeah. I don't like that. But you were talking about how you like the vast music scene now like, look i saw the deftones there and the deftones should not be playing at the okay auditorium. and that so like back in the day they would not i don't mm-hmm. think they would have booked the deftones i saw fallout boy at the right exactly and see that's another one where i'm like fallout boy probably should not have been playing at the right come on who but should just, play at the right but that was also like i don't know uh, like mumford and sons they were so good oh my god <laughs> 
Uh, Interpol. I love the Interpol shows there. Just like smaller bands that cater to a more like intimate, like listening situation. Like Deftones, people want to mosh and mm-hmm. party and like. You can't mosh with church people. And same around. with Fallout Boy. It's like mm-hmm. people want to rock yeah, out. Yeah, right. And uh, like Ryman shows are like at the most you just you're standing. Mm-hmm. At the least, you can go ahead and take a seat and just, like, enjoy the whole listening experience. And I think whatever band caters that, Death Cab for Cutie was always a great Ryman show. We saw, we them, saw them multiple times. times. Um, Explosions in the Sky was a great mm-hmm. Ryman show. So it doesn't have to be more singer-songwriter. It can still be, like, rock music, but a more, like, approachable listening experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that wording. Cool. What about So the you? Ryman's your favorite music what? venue? No. I think the Basement East yes. overall is my favorite music venue, which had popped up in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Another thing that came around. But that was my favorite music venue. We saw our friends play on that stage, too. Mm-hmm. We saw Cage the Elephant mm-hmm. play on that stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the like, I kind of, in my head, I have, like, two categories. Like, the Ryman is my favorite, like, mm-hmm. big venue that's going to book big artists. Just, yeah, the vibe of it, it feels sacred. Yeah. It or feels it did sacred. until they... <laughs> no, once you get right. in the main auditorium, like that all goes away and it just, it feels sacred and it feels holy. And like, I don't know, I feel like you're just about to get a very beautiful music experience, which is when the, the vibe of the room gives you that as well. It's kind of like a, it's a beautiful like union of those two things. Mm-hmm. So that was my favorite big venue. My favorite small venue, um, we didn't go here very much but i really liked the og basement the og basement yeah i I mean i have lots of memories i almost said the og basement yeah that's where i saw people like nordista freeze yeah (laughs) i mean not from memory what because we didn't go there like i said we didn't go there that much but i just always loved just the idea of it It it's just like the basement of this so there's this old house you know how people like are making houses into businesses now so there's this old house and the upstairs was grimy's record shop so it was this awesome cool record store and then in the basement of that house they had a music venue called the basement <laughs> but it looked like a basement <laughs> it literally was a basement yeah and it was yeah so it was very small it was super i just liked the vibe of it, it was fun it was like grungy mm-hmm. and like and the basement east was the same thing but they built a new venue in east nashville and it's a little more it's, venue looking it's like i yeah, mean it's a big room venue. it's just yeah. like a big square room yeah, but the, the basement had a lot of character to it. I don't know. I liked it. They both have a lot of character. Yeah. Yeah. Which so I think that one was cool. mine. Okay. So what we did say, I have on the list top five favorite shows in Nashville. Oh, man. That should be its own. I don't think episode. we really sat down and thought enough about this. But Who knows? We saw so many shows in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I can fathom them. Okay. Just like lit. Say, like, a couple moments that stand out from shows. Do Bonnaroo's count? <laughs> yes, Bonnaroo's count. Bonnaroo's count? Okay. Radiohead at Bonnaroo. <sighs> oh, man. I'm so jealous. Uh, I think uh, in Interpol at the Ryman, anytime we saw them, okay. was a good one. Um, you, you say some. Okay. You interject here. <laughs> Muse at Ascend. I was thinking that one too. Muse at, or Cage the Elephant at Ascend. That was an awesome show. Too. No, Cage the Elephant album release show at basement east packed to the roof yes see that was one i think i referenced earlier like some cool things too you can see big bands playing like smaller venues just because they can cage the elephant they say they're from nashville now but i think they originally are from like they're from kentucky yeah bowling actually they're bowling green but they say they're from nashville 
And so, like, Nashville's kind of like their home. And they were coming out with their third album or fourth. Probably about to be. It was Tell Me I'm Pretty. It was about to be, like, their biggest album. Yeah. They were definitely picking up speed. They had a lot of hype. And they, I think they had, like, booked some big tours. But they're like, we're going to do our album release show at the Basement East. In Nashville. (laughs) Nashville. Which, like. 200 people can fit. Yeah. Basement East is too small for them. And it was, the tickets were pricey, but it was awesome. Because it sold out, like, immediately. Yeah, so, I think I bought them, like, third party on Craigslist the day before. Yeah. It was awesome. So, that was, that was a really cool thing, I think, about being Nashville. Just the opportunity for something like that to happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Them at the Basement East, Muse at Ascend, which Ascend was a really cool spot. Um, I don't know why it took... It came upon later. It did come upon later. I don't know why Nashville took so long to get a downtown amphitheater. I guess they always had, like... The one along the river, but that one yeah. sucked. Well, and that's when Nashville music scene was kind of missing. Like, you had a bunch of small venues, mm-hmm. like, like tons of spots, like from the, the exit in to mm-hmm. the basement to the basement east, and then like Marathon. the Ry- Marathon. Mm-hmm. But then, like, it was the Ryman, and then the next jump was like Bridgestone. Yeah. So there was like that absence of. And Nissan, I guess. And Nissan, yeah. yeah like a crossover. Like, you're either going to like a stadium mm-hmm. size level show or the Ryman, which is still very intimate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Ascend kind of crossed that gap to where it's like, oh, they can book a local band, KG Elephant, to headline, or they can book a like. Muse international powerhouse mm-hmm. like muse mm-hmm. um and so that started to because i hate it honestly i did not like going to shows at bridgestone and tried to avoid it we went to a couple i mean they weren't my favorite but like if it's a band that i like i remember we saw death cub death cab there if it's a band that also i saw garth brooks there <laughs> garth brooks killed it there <laughs> <laughs> he played like 20 he shows played in three days nine shows in six days see that that's overkill. that's it was it's like a Vegas residency. Well, he was doing it to raise money for the flood victims. Like it was a whole like fundraiser thing. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Oh, that Cigaros at the Woods, which was mm. that venue doesn't exist don't, anymore, I don't think. But I don't. I think you're right. It was quick. We only went there once. Cigaros at the Woods. I went there twice. Oh, you did. I saw Fall Out Boy there. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, how many times have you seen Fall Out Boy? That's a real question. The Woods was awesome. The Woods. The Woods was this cool outdoor venue. There was a there's this mansion called the Fontenelle, and it's like an event space now. But it's just kind of in Everything the woods. Everything in Nashville is an event space now, is it not? <laughs> it's just kind of in the woods. It's like on the outskirts of Nashville, and so they decided to put like an outdoor music venue there in the woods, behind that big mansion, and yeah. they called it the Woods. It's kind Fontenelle. of like a small little slice of what Bonner was like, because there's no seats. You just yeah. walked in and you walked wherever you found the spot on the grass. That's yeah. where you were. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a cool one. Any other shows that just stand out right now? Uh, I mean, Tame Paul at the Ryman, Explosions in the Sky at mm-hmm. the Ryman. Um, I don't know. There's, there's a lot. And then Friends shows, too, yeah. were just fun. Yeah, it was good. But that could be an endless one. I know. It could be an endless hole. We were big, big concert goers. <laughs> we were also big restaurant goers. What was your favorite restaurant in Nashville? Well, by the time we were leaving, we were vegan, so Avo mm-hmm. in West Nashville was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the pharmacy? Yeah. We would go to the pharmacy a lot. The pharmacy, rose pepper. Oh, yeah. We killed some rose pepper. Five points pizza. We also got in the mellow mushroom oh, in yeah. Nashville, which is not Nashville specific, mm-hmm. but uh, I love the Nashville mellow. Yeah. Good vibe. Good vibe. Yeah. We... We liked a lot of the restaurants in East Nashville. We didn't really hit Burger up. up. Yeah, I mean, Burger, Burger Up. Up. I love Burger you Up. You worked at Burger Up. I did. I love Burger Up. But we didn't really get to hit up a lot of the West Nashville 
restaurants, which I've heard about now, are just great. Well, West Nashville was starting to come on as we were, we like, left. transitioning yeah. out. Yeah, with, it was, like, East Nashville was the newest thing to us and people who lived in Nashville all their lives. So, like, oh, that was the hippest spot to hang out. Now, it was not that not, way. Yeah, not back then. But yeah. now, like, when Nashville was starting to build its pulse, like, East Nashville was, starting, pulse. East like Nashville was starting to, like, provide some of the rhythm. It was and, the aortic valve. Yes. <laughs> I was talking about like a music pulse. Oh, it went too hard. I, I literally way. got body. <laughs> yeah, body, body, mind, spirit. Yeah. Um, and then like when we were starting to leave Nashville, like West Nashville was becoming a thing. But yeah. it's not easy to drive around Nashville. Unlike Denver, you cannot get from South Nashville to East Nashville to West Nashville very conveniently at any time of the day, I don't think. Yeah. You're going to hit traffic. You're going to hit traffic. construction. You're going to hit. It's just a, probably going to be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Do not, do not envy. Or miss Nashville's driving situation very much. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. I think I just became so used to it. Like, it was just part of life, it you was. know? But then I moved to Denver, and it's like, oh, shit. In 15 minutes, we can get anywhere Denver around Denver. Denver traffic's bad sometimes. But not. But then you just go d- through the downtown streets D- where it's all gridded, so where you can yeah. get around pretty easily. You're right, you're right, you're right. What was your favorite bar in Nashville? Bar? Mm-hmm. What was your favorite bar? You go first. I... Oh, tables turned. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, there are some that, like, I was really starting to like, like, right before we left, so I don't have, like, extensive memories there, but, mm-hmm. like, I really liked Rosemary and Beauty Queen. Oh, yes, Rosemary is cool. I really liked Treehouse. Treehouse was cool. Lots of mosquitoes. So, East, yeah. so East Nashville, once again. Um, I mean, yeah, those were kind of, like, my favorites, but, like, around... What about the Patterson House? Ooh. We went there sometimes. Patterson House cool. was a special thing. Because mm-hmm. they, yeah, it's like a speakeasy type bar in Nashville, and they just have great cocktails. They're kind of pricey. Um, it was very cool. Yeah. I guess, I feel like you would more be like your favorite brewery. Oh. That's more your... Okay, well, I think we just need to get into these one-word things. I think a lot of mine may cover okay. some of these things as well. Okay. We might cross over. Okay. Do you want to do one words first? Do you want me to go first? Yes. Okay. So when we were thinking thinking about Nashville, we said, all right, let's make a list, different list, and say, we'll say like speed round. I say a word, mm-hmm. and you have to tell me your first thought that comes to mind about Nashville mm-hmm. with that word. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I don't know what Caleb's going to say to me, and he doesn't know what I want to say to him. Yes. Um, so I think we're, you, you go. You want me to go first? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So... In one word. Yes. Twin kegs. <laughs> uh, how about the phrase? Okay, yeah. I was going to say, pitchers of beer. Okay. <laughs> Twin kegs, another great bar. Dive bar to check out in Nashville. They have like $5 pitchers of PBR. Or they did three years ago. Yes. <laughs> they did three years ago. Now it's it's even changed its name, right? It's not even known as Twin Kegs anymore. It's like I think someone's Twin Kegs. You're right. Yeah, like Rosie's Twin Kegs. Rosie's Twin Kegs. Okay. okay. Your turn. Um, so here's one. Pizza. Five points. Five points pizza. Five okay. points pizza, yes. Five points pizza. Check it out. Check it out now. Don't funk show, brother. Right about now. All right. David Lipscomb High School. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's your word? Is that it? <laughs> That's my exclamation. Uh, basketball. Okay, fair. That was all I gave a shit about tonight. <laughs> Caleb played basketball I at played David basketball Lipscomb High School. High school. <laughs> You're the b-ball player, right? <laughs> 
Wait, uh, do you want to answer yours, or do you do you not get to go on your own? Oh. Like, do you not get to say a word about yours? I guess I could. I didn't think about that. Okay. Yeah. You gotta give them. Okay, room. well, Twin Kegs, I'd say karaoke. That's one of my favorite karaoke <laughs> spots. Did some. I've karaoke solo there so many times. I've karaoke there solo and sober, sober. <laughs> there so many times. Like I just honestly, I love karaoke. I don't need. It's not. It's fun with alcohol, but it is not an only alcohol induced activity for me. I will karaoke. For often. me, I need the drink. Yes, the Caleb karaoke for the first time on New Year's. Eve was this that year. It? That was it. And that it was, was at awesome. a friend's house, so yeah. it was very not public. That was like public. my first real karaoke of like song after song after song. <laughs> I think I had sung a song here or there or done some parts, but yeah, okay. rarely I, I never got up at twenty. Okay, then you have to say one for um, pizza. Uh, ditto. Ditto the five points oh, pizza. Five, okay, <laughs> ditto the five same. points pizza. Okay, and then for David Lipscomb High School. Or Mellow Mushroom. Okay. If we did. Counts. We went through we a went lot. Th- we, yeah. For David Lipscomb High School, um, I mean, the first one that came to mind was Mustangs. <laughs> okay. That, that counts. That's All right. That's there you their, go. That's their mascot. Uh, okay. Brewery. Smith and Lentz. Yeah. The first one that came to mind. Smith and Lentz was the first one that came to mind. There's uh, when we were back in Nashville, I drank both. I had Yazoo. Yazoo was like the original mm. brewery, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Loved some Yazoo, and then. Uh, I didn't have any this time, but I saw lots of it. Uh, Bearded Iris. Mm-hmm. Bearded Iris and Smith & Lentz were coming on strong when we moved mm-hmm. to Denver, in my mind. But Yazoo was kind of the main We've got one. some great Yazoo memories, though. Like, we we took that brewery tour uh-huh. maybe, like, three or four times. Do you remember one of your birthdays? I just took you, like, on a bunch. We went to a bunch of breweries and did their tours. We did Jackalope, yes. Yazoo, and Oh, Jackalope John's. was always a good one. Yeah. Yeah, there was... And Tennessee Brew Works, we went there, too. Tennessee Brew Works, yeah. That was a fun day. Turtle Anarchy. We went to Turtle. Yes! Anyways, we, like, we hit up a lot of the breweries uh, in Nashville at the time. But now, um, even seeing, watching Music City Mayhem and hearing they're sponsored by, like, Pontoon Brewing. And there was <laughs> Honky Tonk Brewing. There's a lot of breweries now. I'm sure it's become a huge brewery situation. Mm-hmm. Same with Denver. That's, like, you can't even keep up at this yeah. point. It's, like, you can probably talk to anyone. They'll list you 10 breweries that are their favorite that you've never heard yeah. of. Yeah. It's the same <laughs> in Denver. Yeah, yeah. Same in Denver. So... That's where it's Nashville's really boomed, too. Yeah. Back in the day when we were there, there was, like, maybe five breweries. Yeah. Like, five main ones. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My turn. My turn. Nissan Stadium slash the Coliseum slash Adelphia. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Titans games. Woo! The Titans. What else can I say there? I don't think I ever went to CMT. Thank God. What about... Or CMA. 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 <laughs> What about God still. Rubberonis 60-yard field My goal? My Barunas. I have seen so many crazy good games there. I've seen so many duds there. Which one have you seen more of? <laughs> Probably leans towards the duds. <laughs> yeah. Like, there was one year, we were 2-14 and 14 year, and... My friend gave me four tickets and uh, to use because he couldn't use them, um, and it was late in the season and it was like gonna be gonna be a rainy day mm-hmm. and I called over thirty people <laughs> trying to find someone to go to the game with for me. free for free end zone seats. seats end zone seats <laughs> and could not do it till finally your dad came through <laughs> number thirty one <laughs> he was he wasn't that far down though. <laughs> 
And, and I think even, well, I think he even said, he might have been there earlier, but he even said, like, if you can't find anybody, I will go. And so <laughs> I, I think that was his answer. And, uh, and that was it. Now, and I couldn't find anybody. I'm like, look, I'm going to go by myself unless you want to go. And he's like, okay, I'll go. <laughs> like, it was totally big. Didn't so, know. you know, there was games like that. A lot of games like and that. And, of course, now we're like, make we've made it to the AFC Championship the last two years yeah. that we've left. Yeah, Perseverance. We've also been to the coldest game ever in the Stadium hottest. and the hottest game ever we in the Stadium. We went to I a lot. I sweated my balls off, and then you spent the Frozen. whole second half in the, in bathroom, the bathroom by the heater yes. because it's so cold. Yeah, we have we've seen a lot of Titans games. I mean, we have for never having season tickets. Too. Yes, never owning season tickets, but we have a lot of friends, or we just have a lot of people who have tickets. So, like, if they weren't going, connections, they were always asking us, and then if. That wasn't happening every morning if we didn't have tickets. Every Sunday morning if we didn't have tickets. That, that was like the main way. This the was the it. main way. This was the way we did it the most. We just got on Craigslist and would buy tickets morning of and yeah. go to the games. Like a lot of times before we started, like, yeah, people would offer us tickets here and mm-hmm. there. But then by the our end of our Nashville stand, it's like, no, we're going to every home game. Yeah. Like, if I don't know the day before that tickets are available mm-hmm. like i'm just gonna wake up and buy some immediately mm-hmm. um which led us to like we bought two of these guys seats who was sitting beside them because mm-hmm. he had four tickets and he's like anytime you want them he's like i'll let you know mm-hmm. and so we started buying those tickets every single time yeah. yes oh is it my yeah. turn yep your turn okay weddings barns yes <laughs> wow that was my word too barns. <laughs> Lots of weddings in barns. And actually, that's not... All the barn weddings are right outside of Nashville. That's true, but, you know, but Nashville greater. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of barns in Nashville, a lot of barn weddings. Okay. Broadway. Ooh! I have to take off one of mine. Um, Acme, which is a bar. Yeah. Acme Three-story bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Acme I think was I've a only, cool one. I think I've only been to that one in Paradise Park, which <laughs> closed and is going to reopen, but whatever. Oh, wow. Yeah, Broadway is the main strip in Nashville. It's probably the one you see pictures of all the time. It's the main... It's probably the one you've heard of. You probably have heard of Broadway. Even though every city has every a Broadway. City, yeah, like every but city Broadway in Nashville... There's lots of... Gr- I mean, you walk into... It's become like Beale Street in Memphis. You walk into any bar and you're going to hear a local musician and they're going to be... That's another thing. I, I mean, the local people who just play in the bars are awesome. They're going to be like the best musicians you've they ever seen. They might eventually be the best, or they might not make it just because they didn't have the right connections, but they had the talent. Like, I don't know. There's Maybe they're playing in the bar is making it for them. Maybe that, that was... There's that's great music down there. All right. And lots of bachelorette, bachelorette parties. Lots of bachelorette parties, you're right. Lots of bachelorette parties. All right, parties. your turn. Um, Opry Mills. Opry Land. <laughs> no, different. <laughs> Opry Land does not exist anymore. Opry Mills, uh, IMAX Theater, Aquarium Restaurant, I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say the Aquarium Restaurant. Yeah. We ate there a lot. Yeah, that was a fun experience. Just a fun dining experience. Fun dining experience. Nolensville Road. <laughs> Jay Walkers. <laughs> <laughs> Nolensville Road, we lived in that area a lot, and there was literally, anytime you drive it, there was someone just walking straight across it. <laughs> maybe holding a TV, maybe whatever, you know, who knows. And it's like a, it's a five-lane road. It's a popular yes. very busy street and yeah. there's always people crossing it or always people just like standing in the median like waiting to cross it like in it's the funny lane. you gotta be aware while you're driving for sure uh coffee shop portland brew Ooh, good frothy one. monkey Ooh, good one. yeah 
Those are those are my two faves. The well. And now that I drink coffee, like I can't even imagine. Oh man, going back like getting an oat milk latte at Frothy Monkey. I know. I know. Like I would Frothy Monkey was my favorite one by school to go at. I like I know you liked Portland Brew. Portland I like Frothy my... Monkey to go there and Portland just Brew like, was always less crowded. It was. No, you're right. But I just loved Frothy Monkey was in once again like an old house, so yeah. it was just like a really cozy vibe. I liked it. V cozy vibes, but V crowded. Yes. I mean everyone loved it too. I like the well, too, a lot by the time we were... Yeah. It was close to our house in Nashville, so... Okay, Johnny's Sports Bar. Johnny's Sports Bar, RIP. It's now a Chick-fil-A. It has been uprooted and taken over by the Christian chicken people. So, when I I said favorite bar, this is actually, I think, my favorite... It was... This Just is probably memory the bar wise. we visited the most. Memory wise, during yeah. During our stint of working uh, at, in the restaurant, mm-hmm. we would go here like five nights a week. <laughs> it was our watering. Well, they bar. also had after 10 p.m. was late night every night half after 10 drafts, p.m. Half right? price on all drafts. Uh, yeah, yeah, crazy. So uh, yeah, great uh, Johnny Sports Bar shit. What one word? Beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think Mine of. is Irish car bombs. We yes. got we got into this phase. I don't if it's a few years into marriage. I don't know. We just randomly got in this phase of loving Irish car bombs. And wow. so we literally always at our house had all this stuff to make it. Which I mean that's Guinness. That's funny that so Bailey's. reminds me of Johnny's, even though we can make them at home. Yeah, but we did them at Johnny's a lot too. Anytime yeah. I feel like anyone came to our house or we met anyone at Johnny's, we would order Irish car bombs back. Like, you have to do them. I like remember immediately. That was the first drink. making people do, do it. Yeah. And I hate peer pressuring people into drinking now, but like I definitely did that with people. Wow. I know. But an Irish car bomb is half a Guinness and then you drop a shot of half Bailey's, half Jameson, Jameson. whiskey and into it, it and then you have to chug it because if you don't chug it, the Bailey's will kind of like start curdle. to curdle. Yeah. Curdle. Yeah. Wow. I just I feel bloated thinking about them right now. <laughs> All right, your turn. Lipscomb University. Lipscomb University. Oh, dorms. I don't know. I lived in a dorm. Like, I think back on college. You lived in a dorm a long time. Yeah. I think back on college sometimes and just like, it, it, it like, just thinking of it as a concept sounds really cool. You live. You just live on this place. You can walk everywhere you want to go and everywhere mm-hmm. you need to go. All your friends it's are like there. Living downtown in a city. Yeah, all your friends are there, and like, I don't know. It's a cool concept. I so say, yeah, I don't know. I just think I've been thinking about the dorms when I think of college. So I guess dorms. Nice. What about you? Well, I guess we, that's where we went to college. It's not where Caleb graduated. I graduated from. from MTSU, Middle Tennessee State, biggest college in Tennessee. Let's go, Blue Raiders! Holla! We both went there. <laughs> Caleb left, like, in your junior year sometime. Yeah. And I stayed and graduated through there. But we were both there for a few years together. Okay, what do you think, then? From from Lipscomb College? Lipscomb University. Honestly, uh-huh. Haiti. Ah. That, that's kind of been my yeah. my most lasting, like, memory and connection from uh, my time at Lipscomb mm-hmm. University was, like, how we established our Haiti connection yeah. and, like, love for the country and people. Yeah. Still to this day. Yeah. That's all that remains. Do not love Lipscomb University, but <laughs> I do love the people in Haiti. Nice. And you wouldn't have gotten there at that point, at least, without it. Yep. That's too true. Okay. Bricks Cafe. Oh, my gosh. Does that still even exist? Does oh, my gosh. There's so many mind you've got. Oh, my It wasn't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's like, yeah. Um, Jimbo. Okay. <laughs> 
the owner. Brick's Cafe was the restaurant that Caleb and I worked at in Nashville. For we like worked five plus years. Yeah, we worked there a long time. We worked at different locations, so we didn't. But sometimes, sometimes we would work together at the same one. But for the most part, we were at different locations. It was not a big Nashville restaurant. It was more outskirts of Nashville. But yeah, very personalized to our Nashville experience. Yes, it was kind of in the suburbs, and there was three locations, and yeah, just a local spot with literally every kind of food possible. Um, but we learned, we learned, and we grew up a lot there. I feel like. Yes. And we met a lot of awesome people too. Uh huh. And yeah, I don't. I feel like we learned. We just learned a lot. You learn a lot in the restaurant industry. Yeah. I think in general, and then. Yeah, I mean, we both got, that was a, they, since it was locally owned, we both kind of like jumped the ladder mm-hmm. pretty quick to where we were like managing and mm-hmm. bartending and, you know, like supervising mm-hmm. the floor mm-hmm. every night. Pretty quickly. And pretty quickly. I um, mean, like knew the ins and outs of how the restaurant worked from the kitchen to like the employees to the owners. Since, yeah, like, since it was small, locally owned, we got, we were in on like everything. Yeah, we were, yeah we would go to the meetings with the owner mm-hmm. to talk about the direction of the restaurant, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So that yeah, it gave us a lot of insight just on. Oh, we kind of grew up fast in the business world, yeah, in, the <laughs> in that service business. world, yeah, in that business world. It was like we were dealing with people on. I don't know. We had a lot. I had a lot of fun. Met so many. I think back. <laughs> you're it was your, a lot. Of, no, you're shaking so, your head. It's kind of like this past week. <laughs> So, so many good memories and so many good people. And then also the most nightmarish <laughs> moments of my life <laughs> existed like, there. I'm back on them now. I just laugh sometimes. <laughs> and I think that's just, and they're going to find that with any restaurant probably. You're going to yeah. have great memories and then you're going to have like, oh, I literally, I cannot exist right now. <laughs> I do feel like that was like where, because I've worked, that was kind of your last restaurant I think you yeah. worked in, right? Yeah. And I've worked in a few since then. And I... They all have like a really special place in my heart, but like that one, I think the most will the most because yeah, it's where I grew. That's where I grew up in in that industry. Yeah, Um, and it was a very like it was right. We just got married. We mm -hmm. both finished college, Mm -hmm. and that was kind of like our next step. Was well, all those things happened while we were we got married while we were working there. We finished college while we were working there. We were newlyweds while we were working there. Also, Um, uh, Super Bowl parties. Is another brick Super Bowl party. They, they did have some great Super Bowl parties. We always closed for the Super Bowl, just for the night, I guess. We always closed the night of the Super Bowl and would have a big employee Super Bowl party every year. Yeah, that was yeah, cool. you're right. Um, okay. I have Sundays. Ian Rose. Or I guess Daily Juice. Daily Juice. Now Ian Rose. <laughs> yes, Daily Juice. It was called Daily Juice. Now it's called Ian Rose Wellness Cafe. It was our favorite juice bar. and We went there last weekend. We did still, while we were there, of course, really yeah, while of we were course. there. Um, and we spot. did used to go there on Sunday. No matter what we were doing on Sundays, like some Sundays we were going to Titans games. We still always went to Ian Rose yeah. either before or after the game. If we weren't going to Titans games, like if it was an away game, we would still end up going at some point. We'd probably like go to a park, go do a yeah. hike with Kona, go to mm-hmm. Ian Rose, maybe go to a few breweries. Mm-hmm. breweries. Um, yeah, Sundays were good days. All what about Sunday for you? All those things. Tighten up. Titans, Ian Rose, uh, Yazoo. Uh, and then, uh, like, Game of Thrones. We'd have, we kind of have, like, movie or TV night mm-hmm. with our friends in Nashville, too, or, like, every Sunday night. And we play games and hang out and yeah. watch yeah, we always hung out we with, were into. We always hang out with Cusick and Justin on Sunday nights. And we went through, like, True Detective, all the Game of Thrones. Arrested Development. Arrested Development. Westworld. Westworld, yeah. yeah. So, Sundays were good days. I have one more. Okay. And I guess it's technically not Nashville, but Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. 
West Street, which is where I lived. Yes, what Murfreesboro is a, a sub. Well, I wouldn't even call it a suburb of Nashville. It's another city, but it's like forty-five minutes southeast of Nashville, and that's where Caleb finished. That's where you finished your college yeah, career. Yeah, it's just basically a small little college town. It's a small little college town, and he lived in this tiny, tiny, janky. Like 500 square feet. Two, Gross house. Two bedrooms somehow. <laughs> somehow two bedrooms. And that's where that was where Jack grew up. Says a lot. Um, and the memories that we have there are just my favorite. I always tell people that was my favorite year of us dating. Still was to this day. When you lived in Murfreesboro. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we've talked about that on the podcast. Like when we talked about years that have shaped mm-hmm. us. I feel like we, we brought yeah. up that year of like when I lived in Murfreesboro yeah. with Justin. was mm-hmm. just... And Puppy Jet. And Puppy Jet. Mm-hmm. Like, so much. Yeah. It Every was so was fun. It was so, so fun. much fun. Yeah. Um, I have one more, too. It's Los Palmas. <laughs> Dos Equis. Yes. Dos Equis. <laughs> Cheapest Dos Equis and draft beer you can find is doing happy hour at Los Palmas. Yeah. If you're not going there, uh, go there. There was one time we lived, I think, like, it was either two or two and a half miles from a Los Palmas. Uh-huh. And one summer night, we were like... Let's run to Las Palmas. Yeah. So we ran like two or two and a half miles to Las Palmas and then just ordered the biggest like frozen mugs of beer we could. And well, that was the plan. But I remember like we were like, hey, let's get a workout in and then we can like have a few like big drinks. Yeah. They'll, like they'll be so refreshing and we can like walk home on a nice uh-huh. summer night. And I remember getting there being so thirsty and it took us like 45 minutes to get they, a server. You're there. right. There was Las a, Palmas can be very bad. Well, there was a wise. miscommunication and like I guess someone didn't know that we were sitting at their table so it took a while for someone to like yes. service us that would happen too at Los Palmas, <laughs> and then we also one run. time we were snowed in and everything was canceled and we walked to Las Palmas we walked in the snow in the snow there. yes yeah we did we're Las Palmas okay I just want to bring this up because this is one of my other favorite Nashville memories uh-huh. when we were living around that Las Palmas um I remember one night I told you that I think I could Oh, yes. Tell the difference between five different whiskeys. So in Nashville, I was a big whiskey drinker. This is a conversation that popped up at the Lost Palmas. Were we at right? Lost Palmas? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Over the beers. So I love tequila now. If you know me now, I pretty much only drink tequila, tequila and wine. <laughs> um, but at that time in my life, I really loved whiskey. And yeah, I think we were sitting at Las Palmas drinking some Dos Equis, And I was like, I bet I could tell the difference between like five of the main whiskeys. Like that we just, drank at the time. Yeah. I was like, if you blindfolded me and I just tried them, I could tell you which one it was. And you took me up on that challenge and you're like, okay. Because I was like, no way. There is no way. You're like, once <laughs> we finish here, we're going to walk to the liquor store across the street and buy little airplane bottles of five different kinds of whiskey. So we bought Jack Daniels, Crown Royale, Maker's Mark, Woodford Reserve. Was there one more? I think it was just four. I think we only was did like those four. Was it like Buffalo Trace or something? I didn't drink Buffalo Trace, so I, I wouldn't have. I don't know. Yeah, I, think I think it was, it was just, just those four. four. So we walked over there, bought little airplane bottles of those Knob four. Knob Creek. Oh. It could have been Knob Creek instead of Woodford. Or maybe Knob Creek. Has yeah. Bottles, yeah. Anyways, we bought those, took them back to the house, and you, like, I remember you got it all set up. You, like, wrote on index cards, like, you'd write Maker's Mark and, like, turn the index card over and put the Maker's Mark bottle on top. And, like, label it number one. Yeah, and, like, put it in a shot glass and yes. label it number one or whatever. You were so You set it all up this. for me and... So I didn't have to be blindfolded. I just saw whiskey, but I came out and I tried them out, and I think I got one right. 
Yeah, which was definitely a lucky guess. <laughs> <laughs> I did a horrible job, but I mean, that's just a fun. That, I don't know. I remember that would that. be a very hard thing to do, but I applauded the confidence. You were very was, confident that you could do that, and I was like, "All right, well, let's try it right now. We have the resources to do." <laughs> I think the so, dosakis helped with my confidence, but probably hurt your palate. It hurt my palate. <laughs> we probably so should have waited until your palate was cleaned, it. cleansed from all the the thirty two ounces of dosakis in one. Two dollar mug. One chalice. One chalice. I guess yeah, they do mugs. Yeah, they do. They do big old frosty mugs. Oh man. Wow. I mean, we can honestly reminisce about Nashville probably endlessly. We could. And I think Nashville's big enough at this point where so many people could reminisce about Nashville and have very different, like you know, like the brewery thing I was talking about. Mm -hmm. Like the five breweries we would name as our top five are going to be different across the board right now. Well, same. I feel same as restaurants and bars too. Like. We could sit down with, like, Emily and Lance. Like, we sit down with my sister. Yeah. And she could tell me her five favorite restaurants. And I'm like, I've never even heard of those. Yeah. And that's that's cool. But yeah. that's that was... But, yeah, that's... that's Nashville's a good place to go. It's a great place to visit. You'll, you're going to find something you like there. Probably. They could use a... Maybe they do have it now, but a little better vegan scene. <laughs> there was, like, three restaurants we could go to. That's when true. When we moved, when we were vegan. That's um, true. And then we got to Denver, and it's like, oh, wow, every restaurant <laughs> we can go to. <laughs> That's true, but, you know, one thing at a time. We'll Uno? I don't know that phrase in Spanish. We'll learn it. We'll learn it, it later. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> well... Does that That's, wrap up this episode? That, uh, that wraps it all up, I that think. That wraps it all up. You know? Wrap it up like a present. Tie it, bow it. I think it we should have some breakfast. Yes, because it's 11.30. Oh, my gosh. It is. Okay, it's wow. It's 11.30. We have not eaten breakfast. <laughs> and uh, this is Monday, May 3rd. Yeah, we're recording this podcast on the same day it's going to come out. <laughs> well, thank you so, so this much. this is like live if you're it's, listening yeah, to it today. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you next time. If y'all have any Nashville, rec- if y'all know us and you have any Nashville recommendations for next time we go back there, feel free to send them our way. Also, when will we be back there? No idea. No idea. It could be a while. It could be next week. It could be. Probably won't be next week, but it could be. We don't, <laughs> I don't, know, it's what, been we like... don't know what next week holds. <laughs> but at least we got the big one. Okay. Love you guys. Bye. Peace.